Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens all right hello this you you all know the drill but at this stage okay you know what you're listening to you know who we are Jesus this is the attempt number two even, this is the attempt even the number countdown two oh, even the countdown yeah, you listen. did before right, we yeah, start listen. recording was like so low energy and so like god why am i here i don't want to do this that was crazy it's, it's true i've never heard you so unenthusiastic for a countdown before <laughs> like, I know, like you I were just... dreading saying one it was crazy yeah <laughs> it's so it's it's so late i just i don't want to be here i want, I want to go to bed but uh discord was having a nightmare earlier voice calls were not working for anybody um so we couldn't do this we we, we did for like 20 minutes and then i listened back and it was picking up like five percent of the conversation it was very maybe because i was like alex this isn't working and you're like let's just try let's just try. i was like alex it's not working <laughs> this is not going to work I thought it was the U thing. I was like, oh, it's just the yank being the yank. It'll be fine. But no, it was broken. So, sorry, oh, Dylan. I don't, I don't like it when you call me yank. It's I'm sorry, all most, yanks One of the most yanks. terrible things you can call me. Up there with really? the other things you can call me. I don't think I'm allowed to call you those. Um, no. You're lucky that Xavier's not here. <laughs> we would have started. We would have started throwing allegations at you that you, that have no well, ground to them. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm acknowledging I can't say those things, yes. which I think is 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 the right side of things. Is, but you know what? It it's it's not about words today. It's about stardom. So this guy Harada got sacked. All right, and he's basically oh become escape everything wrong. Over the past like four years. Yeah. You okay, uh, Dylan? That is what happened. No, I'm just amazed by how you are really just like just like limping your way through this. Like no, Listen, brother, no formality. I got a I got a bedtime. <laughs> I wanna go to sleep. <laughs> let's let's do this. Uh, for context, who? I don't care about her. At, for context, we are recording this at eleven PM for Alex, which is uh what? five hours six hours after we usually record it so yeah. he's a he's a tired boy um yeah because uh, we so go two yeah. hours anyway so it will end yeah, at like one at the earliest yeah. so you know we gotta for him. oh i forgot it um yeah so the the harada thing um a lot of it is kind of him being scapegoated like um i believe Meltzer said and this was relayed to me that uh, he was kind of the one behind the coffin matches and this type of stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, a lot of people also were kind of um, speculating that he might be behind some of the popular stars leaving. Um, Jungle Kiona retweeted Rossi's tweet about hating the old president. Um, Unagi and Rossi took a picture together the day after uh, the old president was, was taken out. Um, and that's like a first time thing, but you know that Rossi and Unagi have always had a a relationship it's not like it's just they haven't been public about it not a like having a friendship have a business relationship not like a weird one um so it's like a lot of things are kind of like a lot of people are putting two and two together about certain things um 
and yeah i think in certain aspects they have a a foul like they have a basis to it i understand certain like oh well a plus b equals c so maybe this is harad is doing maybe this will get better um but other things it's like maybe we are just looking for someone to be upset at and uh it's a bit wishful thinking and hopeful thinking to think everything bad that's happened in stardom over the past few years has been this guy's fault and yeah. none of nothing bad ever will happen again in this company um i think that's a bit much <laughs> Yeah, I think with Harada, it's like he's. I see him as the business guy who said, "Well, if we want more money, let's run more. Let's do these pay per views." Mm-hmm. Right? He he probably saw the bottom line and said, "Why don't we just run more shows without understanding how pro wrestling works?" I think that's where some of the pushback probably came. Is that he was just saying, "We'll just book more shows," and like we can't just do that. <laughs> like that's not how pro wrestling works. And so, I think that aspect of it is where I would say Harada was bad and wrong he's probably the reason they have two pay-per-views a month minimum you know he probably said well why not um but is he the guy who made them put two belts on tam probably not (laughs) is he the guy who made the storytelling go limp for most of this year probably not so to some degree i can believe it um especially the tam link specifically like in things of that nature is because Mm. like you said i think that like a businessman's perspective will be like well just just put it on the most popular person forehead. Julia isn't as Julia isn't as popular as Tam. Put the title on Tam, and even though that's not really, it didn't make much sense. Um, again, Rossi doesn't always make much sense. I'm not saying, and I think that's kind of been like the uh, the idea that is was perpetrated by the Julia article, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, of like, oh, Rossi is this is a genius who has never made a poor booking decision before, and Bushiro just came stomping in, Harada came stomping in and ruining everything this year. Um, Rossi is very fallible. I think he's a phenomenal booker. I think he's a phenomenal mind for the business, but he is incredibly flawed. Like he has he has many flaws to his game, in my opinion, um, and that's okay. Every booker promoter does, um, but I can see certain things where it's like. Oh well, Mina's the most popular right now. Just give her the belt right now. Who cares about everything else? And he's like, I mean, yeah, but like, it doesn't really. Maybe we could do it. It's like, no, just do it now, um, because I think that's one thing that we have noticed that is very unRossy like is a lot of things are like way snappier than necessary. Or and this isn't about, about Mina, but like way like, oh, just do it and then think about the consequences later. And it's like that's not how this works. That's not usually how this is booked so i can see there maybe being pressure from harada to make some of these calls um but ultimately i do think that this idea that uh rossi has just not existed this year and he was just he gave the book away is just not true <laughs> yeah i think the julia thing really was a full scale throwing this one guy under the bus because it was very much like you know he started to meddle and wasn't listening to Rossi, and the show stopped being as good. And you know they weren't. He wasn't listening to what the wrestlers were saying. So kind of all that stuff. Just generally unrest being placed on this guy's shoulders. And the the unrest was very visible. Okay, this roster has not been happy for a while. Rena is like sixteen, yeah. low tier wrestler, and she called out management a couple of weeks ago because she wasn't announced for a Tachigi show hours before it was happening. And she's from there. He was like, I am the hometown hero. Nobody knows I'm on the show. What are you guys doing? She's yeah, 16, she, and she, and she was know. mad enough. 
like a and day she, before. She was annoyed enough. Like, like twenty four hour notice, she did not know if she. And this is that's an issue for the younger wrestlers because they aren't on every show. So like Rena not really mm-hmm. knowing until like you know a couple days a day before the show happens to tell her friends and her family oh yeah i am going to be wrestling on the show nearby like that's ridiculous and that is definitely a a i won't say definitely it appears that was a um harada thing because we have matches for the next like two weeks again Mm -hmm. which has not been the case for months like outside of the five-star matches like that hasn't been the case in a long time so there is a noticeable, like, oh, we are going to make things different. Um, with that being said, I do kind of wonder, um, and I think this is kind of being lost in the in the sauce here, I do kind of wonder if, like, they're going to get rid of some of the cool things. Like, was was it Harada's idea to do the cage matches? Because I love the cage matches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that I, one I cage match Rossi's, is one of my favorite of all time. I think Rossi's history says he loves cage matches. <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> you're right. And I'm not I'm not saying that this was Harada necessarily, but there are things that's like, oh, I think that you can use that. I don't think because like Julia was complaining rightfully so, and we'll talk about it later when we review it, about the ladder match. Um, and people are kind of taking that out of context. Text. She was d- detailing all of the ways that the ladder match was just completely kind of thrown on them, where they didn't know most of the gimmicks in it because there were a lot of gimmicks in it until like day of, um, and she was like. Man, this was dangerous. Uh, the talcum powder made a slip. I am allergic to a talcum powder. I like this is terrible. There is no main event match. This is not a main event. Why the fuck am I doing this? And a lot of people took that as, oh, Harada is the reason why there's ever been a gimmick match in Stardom. And without Harada, there will be no more gimmick matches. I don't think that's true. I think people are kind of jumping at something like that. Um, that is a sort of scapegoat type of issue, I think, because it was a very specific instance that julia was very upset about um and i think people are kind of like oh great so now we'll never have to deal with the strap match again it's like maybe but i don't know if we could blame this all on one person um yeah for sure and um i think we'll have to give it a few weeks maybe even months mm-hmm. before we see what is different you we know even mentioned that there is a new president <laughs> yeah but i like i don't know what he's gonna do he might be too afraid to do anything after this backlash stuff like who the hell knows really he seems to be a fan of wrestling so maybe he's gonna put the onus back on the wrestlers and he knows it a bit more he produced the mayu movie Mm -hmm. um that's that's kind of what people know him for uh even though you won't really know him for that because he's a producer that's not really a very uh, public thing um and yeah he seems he talks a lot that's what i gathered from that first uh, <laughs> appearance of his. He, he talks a lot and he yeah. talks mad fast. Uh, but Rossi basically did say at the presser and on Twitter that he hopes that he will be trusted to just do what's right and not be so um, micromanaged. Um, but yeah, so we will see. I'm excited for what is to come, but I'm also kind of worried because like I said, there have been plenty of bad for the past few years, but there's also been plenty of good. Um and I don't think we can just say, oh, Harada was all the bad and Rossi was all the good. We will see. Like, maybe Harada had one decision or one way of thinking that was tremendous for the wrestling company, for stardom. And we're not going to have that anymore. We're going to be like, what the fuck? What? What? What happened? Like, that's that's always a possibility. Um, same with the new guy. The new guy could take things in a direction that aren't necessarily favorable in, in certain ways. So I think this... Uh, 
jumping for applause, while, according to Julia, is not, like, unwarranted. And, like I said, it seems that maybe this this guy did have his favorites and his, un, his you know, um, the people he didn't like, and that affected some of their careers. Um, I'm happy that's not there anymore, but at the same time, that's just kind of how, like, figures work. You know, like how, how businessmen and, you know, people promoters work so i don't know yeah. we'll see and and we have already seen one change uh kidani went on the publicity tour straight away uh he said we are we are not going to run big arena shows during the tournaments next year i think they should, stop running, they should stop running shows in general during tournaments next year that aren't tournament because like yes well i mean i think that's what he means um well no he's talking about any... star mcstardom yeah, but they weren't doing anything else in the midst of the tournament anyway, so... Uh, that's true. They they just had those shows that had one match. <laughs> like, one yeah, tournament. Yeah, but that's what Saya was hurt and stuff. Like, that's they true. were just stretching it, but... Oh, no, yeah, like, they, they've already they made changes, and they've already... Better. Yeah, like, they've already gone on the publicity front to be like, hey, look, we're making changes, we're listening, so... Yeah, and Kadani did retweet that. Julia's article, which was basically her saying... Uh, Bushi Road has nearly destroyed this company, uh, and it's the president's fault. And then <laughs> the ex-president's boss being like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> like that's that's kind of crazy, but I mean, um, incredible, really. I, don't know, I guess it was a long time coming, and the the that late show that caused all of this like to kind of crumble. The straw that broke the camel's back was really the straw that broke the camel's back. Like it was mm-hmm. kind of a long time coming, um, according to some. Yes. Um, beyond that. Uh, we had huge news, a uh, press conference the other day, where it was announced that Tam Nakano is as vacating the World of Stardom Championship, and also Seori Ano and Natsupoi are vacating the tag belts. So they announced a tournament um, to decide who faces Suzu or Hazaki at Sumo Hall for the red belt. And really, this is what we've asked for for weeks. We wanted direction, and they have finally given us direction and i could not be happier to just have a a clear idea of what the hell is happening going into such a big show yeah um i get why they couldn't really do it until now because it's just like kind of difficult i think that like as i said i feel like if they knew how the extent of tam's injuries uh, it would have happened like the day after she got injured, pretty much. If she tore her ACL or her meniscus or whatever happened, um, if that had happened, she would have vacated it like a day later. Um, but it appears that this is just a kind of play it by ear sort of thing. So I understand them waiting it out for her and for Natsupoi. Um But yeah, coming off of Gold Rush, I think it was very much necessary to um, to vacate the titles. I would have been cool with an interim title as well, like if they really want to. But I think mm. it's kind of good to have a, f- a fresh slate here, um, even though it does come at the expense of all of Cosmic Angels. Yeah, they they're really not having Except a good for time. Yuna's Yuna's around, but yeah. Um, Rossi's quote was kind of translated a bit oddly. It was kind of like they're gonna miss a while, but some of them only have that they're not gonna return until the end of the year, so they don't really know what's going on um maybe it's like so a mix where it's like they won't return by the end of the year i wouldn't be surprised maybe, if yeah. that was like the timetable because there's really nothing on tam like tam is 
silent, silent. wasn't at this press conference. Natsupoi was. Natsupoi looks fine. It's probably just getting her up to ring, uh, you know, capabilities. But Tam is still, like, completely MIA, so... And Suzu Suzuki was pissed. Like, you could tell. Oh, my Suzu, God. Suzu, a yeah. while ago, like, she tweeted, like, you aren't going to even tweet. You're not going to show up and say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't defend the belt. Like, can you at least... Like, are you alive? And, like, she was, like, getting very upset about that. And then at the presser, Natsupoi comes out and is like, I'm sorry, I can't defend. No Tam. And mm. Suzu was fucking furious. Like, she was so... Like, you could visibly see how upset she was that, like, this is the situation that we're in, you know? Um, yeah. And that Tam wasn't there. And I mean, I get that, because, I mean, Suzu's denied her big match, right? I mean, her and Tam, she was the GP winner. She gets to face the world champion, and she doesn't get that now. Dude, and she, she sure, she's... fell up. <laughs> yes, definitely. But I can kind of see where she's coming from, because it's like, I was going to get my GP shot against the Red Bell champion, and now I'm facing the winner of some tournament. And it's just not the same uh, yeah. to anybody, really. So I can see where she's coming from. Um, but yeah, she's definitely quite moody for somebody who's like going to main event sumo hall. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, she was challenged by Hatsuki, which I think is good. Uh, just get more good matches on these cards. You know really, crazy? They, you know? they listened to me. Um, yeah, because during this presser, they announced it for Corkin this weekend. And that was I, weird, right? That I was very strange. It. Yeah, because I was like, and you know, with quote retweeting the english stardom account you are running the risk of never being able to see the start the stardom english account ever again um especially with even like mild criticism so i was like man why can't this be live this is the second time that i'm getting suzu and hazuki and it's not live i'm so sad and then a day later they're like okay it's live and i'm just like hey the real one shouts out the new president (laughs) shouts out the new president he listened (laughs) Um, after that, then we saw the return of Utami Hashishta and Saya Kamatani, and it was announced they will be back at the Cork and Hall show on November 28th. Mm. Um, so they seem to be setting their sights on the tag belts now. They're probably uh, winning Saya, them at Nagoya. Yeah, like Saya did a whole Tokyo Sports thing where she was like, Hey, I, I want to win the tag belts with my tag partner. So uh, it seems like everything shifted a bit because Saya went from Hey, Suzu, I want to beat you for that belt to, uh, oh, we're going to be tag champs. So there must have been a big change there because she's no longer talking about the red belt. She's talking about these tag belts. Um, honestly, I think that's good for the two of them. And it's good for the tag division to get Aphrodite to kind of run amok on top because they're a- great. It's unfortunate because I don't remember things very well, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the summer, uh, after Saya lost the belt, I was like, okay, Aphrodite, Aphrodite is winning the tag belts by the end of the year. I'm pretty sure mm. I said that at some point. Um, Maybe. And it, it took a really weird path <laughs> uh, to where it looked like Saya was going to be the red belt champion, and uh, then it looked like Utami might be red belt champion, and and now we're here. Because um, yeah, it does sound like they will be challenging Megan Bain and Micah. Um, Yes. Whether that is whether that is them at, I mean, we'll talk about it because um, the tournament is happening. We're gonna re- like preview the show, um, but I don't think Mike is gonna be free for uh, Dream Queendom. 
No, so, I, I have I have my doubts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I yeah. think they might run it as Utami and Saya versus Micah and Megan, which makes sense because if you think about it, before all the injuries, Utami, like Megan followed Utami here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Saya would have reacted to that in some way had she not been injured. Um, That's true. So Saya, Utami, and Megan would have had a relationship in some way, even like even though. Like they would like they obviously made it distant. Like Utami was not homies with Megan. There would have been something there. There would have been a a relationship there in some way. And Micah already has the closest relationship, basically the closest rivalry with Aphrodite. So I think this was probably something that they had planned. Uh, at some point they were like, "Oh, that makes sense. Maybe we'll get there." And they again kind of stumbled their way into it making sense again. Um. So I think Megan and Micah versus Aphrodite is probably happening at Nagoya, but we will see what the core can show when they probably announce it. Because Megan and Micah don't have a, a cha- like Megan's saying they're champions already. They're not, but she's saying yeah. So so, so with the yet. with the tag belts vacated, um, they they kind of moved past all of the big news and said, hey, we're gonna announce stuff for the December second show, which is in the Dolphins Arena, mm-hmm. uh, and they said the Goddess of Stardom titles will be on the line. Uh, Micah and Megan Bain are defending against the team to be announced. Uh, Megan was like, hey, we won Tag League, we should be champions, which is a very fair point. The champions were injured before Tag League. Mm -hmm. I I would also say I'm the champion. So I get where they're coming from. And the to be announced thing definitely feels like uh, an easy spot for Utami and Saya to slide into after winning their comeback trios tag. for that show, they've also announced a UWF rules match. The Nai Takahashi versus Scandinavian Hurricane. Uh, we have a high-speed championship match. May Sarah defends against Tekla. And we have a New Japan Strong Women's Championship match when Julia defends against Azumi. And uh, Azumi caused quite a stir, saying, hey, I want to win the belt, and uh, I want to go over to America, and I want to meet up with EO, EO Sky, uh, who's in WWE now. And people are like, oh, so Azumi wants to go to WWE. And it's like, no. Just wants a payday when EO eventually comes back to stardom because it's She's happening also like, eventually. EO also like helped train her and was like yeah. her closest. She's, she she like, wants was to hang out with her bro, you know. Just just yeah. leave her be. Let her and hang like, out with Utami her bro. Utami also did that, you know what I mean? <laughs> like Utami's like, yeah, I want to go to America, hang out with Shayna Baszler. It's like that's not. She doesn't want to wrestle on Raw. She just wants to hang out with Shayna Baszler. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Um. um yeah, you know, no. you want to know a hot take about that Julia Izumi match? What's what is it? I think it has the facilities to be really bad. Yes. Oh, Julia is so checked out. It is like, like unbelievable. Like that could be, and like Izumi, for as much as I adore her, um, is not the greatest at going like twenty plus minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I think it usually is a detriment to a lot of her matches if they go north of fifteen. Um, with that being said, I think her like I think she has some of the best matches that are like ten to fifteen minutes. But she's not necessarily great at like that. Um, and the only time she's shown otherwise for me is against Sherry and Julia. Right now is not Sherry, <laughs> so um, that could be really bad. I'm gonna be real. I'm I'm a possible. Bit concerned. That's possible. Um, but you know what? It's fine. They've got enough. I think on that show to make up for it. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got what Suzu Hazuki, um, Sarah Tekla, mm-hmm. 
potentially Aphrodite versus Divine Kingdom. I think it's a pretty beast show, honestly. That's such a crazy name versus name when you think about that. That's that's yeah. What a what a connection right there. Yeah, that's true. Um, Stardom also announced that they'll be going to Singapore as part of the Bushi Road Expo. This so there's week. a few people. <laughs> yeah, there's a few people off the shows for the next few days. Um, I don't think any of these matches will air, so I don't think there's any reason to like. Which I'm very upset about. Into about them. one of them specifically. Yeah. Um, um, so a there is more women's wrestlers uh, from Singapore, actually. There's Ming Rui versus Sarah. Um, so there are two native wrestlers getting a match. And then there's TJ versus Ming Rui. Um, so I don't know who those people are. Um, we probably won't see them, but they are continuing to showcase some of the local wrestlers kind of on these expos, um, like they do with Jenny and uh, Matcha back when they ran in Thailand. Um, but the people on the show in Singapore are Momotanabe, Mina Shirakawa, Mei Sarah, Lady C, Tekla, Hazuki, and Azumi. So they are all kind of off the shows for the next few days because they are going to be in Singapore. Yeah. Um, two things. One, Mei mm-hmm. Sarah tweeted that uh, she was hoping that Singapore was somewhere close to where Mariah May was, and it wasn't, and she got sad. And I oh almost started to cry. It, it broke my heart. Um, and two, I'm actually really upset that they put Hazuki versus Tekla on the sh- on these shows that we aren't going to get to see because yeah. the singular thing from that main event, that ladder match, that I thought that was like, like, oh, this is yeah, was I want to see Hazuki versus Tekla, like that. Mm-hmm. That feels like a match that would make sense following that ladder match, and then they put it on a show that we likely will never get to see. So um, that hurt. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, they'll probably go like half speed at most. We have no idea what they do. Um, It was actually announced today as well that Stardom is going to have a spot at the Tokyo Comic Con. Uh, This is kind of becoming a regular thing. It's Lady C, Mio Masaki, and Azumi against Hanako, Suzu Suzuki, and Mei Sarah. So we will see that. They usually do upload these Comic Con matches. They're not like amazing usually, but they're they're fun enough. So you can get your fix there. I don't think we ever mentioned that. uh... Starm's going to be at uh, KO, you know, KO University at, for the college wrestling thing. Um, yeah, which is something they should keep doing because uh, you, you want to keep tapping into that market. Yeah, um, um, the match on it is interesting, and I think I will be talking about uh, a lot of these matches being kind of interesting. Um, yeah, because of a maybe. Very specific, because of a very specific story beat that happened that they seemingly do not recognize happened, kind of. We'll talk about it. Okay, I'm very intrigued. Um, so there were two shows to preview or review from this past weekend. Uh, the first one was Fiberplex presents New Blood West number one. Uh, this is 278 fans, which was uh, considered a full house in the Azalea Thai show. I didn't realize until now. I love this venue. This is one of my favorite oh, yeah, venues because a bunch of companies run it, and it always looks cool. Um, so I, I I noticed like halfway through, I was like, holy shit. That's the brown venue. Um, the and yeah, brown. I, I really like it. Because you've got like the brown. No, I, I know. It is brown. But it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So um, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, in the opener, we had the debut of Yuzuki uh, when Momotanabe beat Yuzuki in 10 minutes with a buzzsaw kick. Um, you know, this controversy. Been... Oh. Some controversy around Yuzuki. Um, there is a camp who doesn't like her entrance music. And there's a camp who does. What oh, side are you fine. in? I, I thought it was fine. Okay. Like I, right. I didn't have much like 
Interesting. Like I didn't have any any opinion okay. either way, really. I was like, oh, this is a fine song. Like it legitimately. Right. Was, okay. It'll either grow on me or I'll just be like, I was Castillo being like, oh yeah. I think it'll grow. I think it's a bop. I think it's a good theme. So she she made her entrance and I was like, that's it, sold already. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she was she was really good. Like this is the yes. best stardom trainee you know, the, we've seen since the. Been... Since the Yuishino days, basically, yes. like this is their best trainee since then. Oh yeah, undoubtedly first match. Um, and I said it last week that the judo is going to be a huge plus for her, and it was just in terms of uh, footwork and just kind of positioning. Um, I'm a big nerd about like debut matches, basically everywhere that I follow. That's what I was about to say is that um, this is a big week for Bushiroad in general because they just debuted two new young lions in New Japan, and I think one of them has a lot of uh a lot of upside and yeah i think yuzuki has like is insane already uh yeah because it is a matter she's of got like, stuff. presence like, yeah like she's she's got stuff that i have only seen Mio Masaki pick up now you know what i mean like there's some stuff she does in the ring that i have only seen Mio Masaki do now like 15 months in and that's not against Mio Masaki. that is just yuzuki is that good she's yeah. picking some of this stuff up day one you know, she slapped the shit out of Momo. I was like, that's it. You've got it. She gets it. You know, that is a wrestler who knows that this is a fight and she, she's just going to sell you on that. Um, so I, I was I was very into that. Yeah, I think that. Um, I think where she might struggle is aesthetically, um, because mm-hmm. I think vibe wise, she does look a lot like Miyu. Um, <laughs> yes. Not even not even necessarily like in the face, even, but just the gear, the hair. Yeah. The stance, they have the same like cringe. Even, even <laughs> like, like kind of the, the the body shape almost, not like literally, but just like the stance. Like I'm looking at it right now, she kind of mm-hmm. looks like you know. And I think either her and Miu are going to become like one of the greatest new blood tag team champions of all time, or they're going to become like fierce rivals. Um, yeah. And I think I think that's something that they're going to have to establish pretty pretty early on because you're right. I think that she is already to like where Miu was like a couple months ago like Miu's been growing rapidly but she's already to where she was at like at the Sayori match you know what I mean yeah like and that's pretty insane um and to say say nothing of Lady C I mean compare this to the early Lady C I remember yeah. the early Lady C and we were like she does not look like she knows what she's doing like she was so awkward and then you look at Yuzuki and she's just a natural um and again, that's not to talk down Lady C. It's just to, but it was. to she, put she, across how fantastic Yuzuki is. Yeah. She did. And a lot of people do. But Yuzuki didn't. Um, I think I do have some, some like minor things that I'm like, I'm not buying stock just yet in Yuzuki. You know, some people are buying stocks. I'm not buying stocks. I've already bought stocks in two different Joshi debuts this year. I can't, I can't have a third one unless she's really, really exceptional. Um, I mean, as far as debut goes, like this was one of the best ones you could have had. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what she can do, kind of in her little mini trial series that she's getting. Yeah, I, I, I was similar in the thinking of like, oh yeah, this is probably the best since Yuashino. Uh, and then I kind of thought about it, it's like, and you, you know where this is going probably. Um, that of course made me upset about Itsuki Hoshino, um, not wrestling. Oh, yes, anymore. yes, because like. A lot of people were talking about the Utami match, like, oh, this is the best since Utami, or oh, this is the best since uh, Ida. Um, not a lot of people cared for the Kamatani debut match, I think. I mean, she was good, but, you know. Uh, but the, the Itsuki match, um, 
Jungle Kiona just took as many liberties as possible with her and just demolished her, and you like it was nasty. Um, this was a bit different because Yuzuki actually got like a lot of offense and she looked great on offense. But yeah, I I think she is probably the best debutant in Stardom since probably Hoshino, uh, if not like Utami. Yeah, and I I didn't like I didn't love early Utami either. So if 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 you want to say she's better than Utami, then I won't argue with you. Um, because yeah, I thought Utami is really boring for a while and didn't have the presence that I think Yuzuki already has. But you know, I think differently. But I I get what you're trying to say. Like I get what you mean and where you're coming from. But I think that like her lack of presence was almost like intimidating. You know, what I mean, like uh, <laughs> which is kind of uh, funny to me. Where I think I that like, only yeah. worked because she was booked so strong. I feel like they yes, like no, really made that work. Whereas yeah, with Yuzuki, the, she doesn't need like armor. belt armor. But they should give her the belt armor. It's it's cool. Um, armor time. She she's gonna beat you for the Eve belt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? It's a big big belt. Um, did just beat you, didn't she? Like she did. Things yes. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's Yuzuki. At one point, she was like the sole. Like holy shit, bright spark of the weekend. Um, until everything happened over the past two days. So um, Yuzuki went from like the holy grail to yeah, she was good, but you know we have a vacant world title now. So um, I say, uh, in this picture, Mama looks so proud of herself for killing an eighteen-year-old child. That's fair. I mean, she probably helped train her, <laughs> so it's you know, yeah. She's oh she's... yeah, that, that's another thing that like people have kind of been speculating was a Harada thing was the Milano thing I was talking about last week. Where it's like, it doesn't really make sense for Milano to be the head trainer, but it doesn't look like that's necessarily the case anymore. And, uh, well, here we are. A great trainee. Yeah. And, uh, Harada later. <laughs> I don't think we can blame this one on Harada. I'm not sure. No, about I, that. I'm just joking. Uh, um, go on. I did, um, I, did cons- I did say this privately that I was like, uh, Yuzuki is like he took a rolling pin to Mio Amasaki, and I will never unsee it because it's, it's yeah. the fringe. I think it's the fringe. Once she let the hair down, they don't look similar at all. When it was no, tied yeah. up, I was like, "That fringe is the exact same." I'm sorry, like you can't, <laughs> you can't yeah, do this to me. I also said this privately, and I'm not one to comment on how a how a girl looks. I think she looks fine. She needs she needs to draw on some eyebrows. I'm gonna be real. Like it, it they, I don't know how they are so like they look like she shaved them off, and I'm like amazed that that's like a thing. Um, yeah, they do. They do kind of look like they she shaved off her eyebrows by mistake. But again, no no disrespect. Like I'm not saying that she looks bad or anything. But I like I I noticed that when she had her press conference, I was like, "Huh, you could, you could your your face looks empty, girl." Like, yeah, we gotta get Mercedes Monet around. She taught last yeah. crop about wigs. Now she can teach them about like, bro. And now Ami looks and, uh, insane. Yeah, eyelashes. Yeah, <laughs> Mercedes I mean, changed listen, Ami's entire yeah. career aesthetically. Honestly, you know what? Good for her. Because listen, everybody can deal with a good wig game. You know. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> the next match was Sai Ida beating Mai Sakurai with the Id- Idawa. Idawa? Idagon. Oh, Idagon. She hadn't done it in so long, I forgot the name. <laughs> she beat Mai Sakurai in just under nine minutes with the Idagon. Um, dude, Ida was killing her in this. This was like prime Hoss Ida. The funny thing it was is that, really, like, really good. This wasn't even like amongst the best Ida performances in like two weeks like she's just never she hasn't stopped like i, I thought this match was you know I, I wasn't as crazy about this match um but yeah i mean Hito just 
never stops working. It feels like like she is she is running until the wheels come off. Uh, she's she heard a workhorse. People, she heard people start chanting for her, and she's like, "I'm." It's over for everybody else. Yeah. And honestly, fair play to her. But, I mean, um... she killed Julia in that match that we didn't get to see from LPW. Like she fucked up her face. You know what I mean? She like, had she a was, new. She been... had a new robe too. It looked fun. Yeah, she had new gear, new robe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really hope I could see that match at some point. The L- I hope I could see the LPW show in general at some point. I'm sure Samurai will pick it up, wouldn't they? Yeah. They like they like sense. all the legends. Um, also so, had, I mean, like, wasn't it like 1,800 people there? Like that, it was yeah, like 1,800 house, on the dot. Like yeah, the legends are still a draw. <laughs> well, yeah. what, can, what can we say? 2,600 for the Crush Cals, 1,800 for uh, the Kako in a way. I've been saying, Better in needs, a way. Who, need, who needs Ronda Rousey? Give me Bat Yoshinaga versus Sherry. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. You're damn right. You are damn right. I think that would that would make money. Um, I thought I do. I do want to credit my Sakurai as well for her performance. I thought she was good. I heard her like slapping Ida with the money to annoy that her was, yeah. was good. I'm very into the my Sakurai right now. So I, I was into this match. It was just like Ida chopping the shit out of an annoying woman. And honestly, I'm here for it. I'm delighted um, you won. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I I was surprised. She, I think she should challenge Mirai, Honestly. Uh, she could lose. Let's go. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying she wins that match by any means, but I think that like her push is at least leading to a Mariah match, and mm. I, I don't think, I don't think I'll get many naysayers on that because it, it's just like you know, give the workhorse some water, you know, like let her, <laughs> like give her, give her a reward for never stopping being insane. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean. She should get something. I mean, like, I know yeah. she's new blood tag champ, but like, give her a big match on a pay per view and let and her go Mariah crazy. Insane chemistry, as I've said a million times. Before. They do, they do. I mean, that's a perfect like fit. Mariah would like shine her up a lot. I think mm-hmm. she'd like go out of her way to do that. Um, the next match anyway on the show was Suzu Suzuki beating Yuna Mizumori in just her eight minutes with the tequila shot. Um, I thought this was a good match. I thought Unimon did really well fighting from underneath. Um, Suzu was just in prime Suzu form, as you'd imagine. She was, like, beaten on her. Um, but Unimon was, like, a really good underdog in this. Like, she attacked kind of before the bell, but that was just to try and get anything going. Um, and she just, like, kept up the onslaught as much as she could. Yeah. No, I thought this was a solid match, a fun match overall. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. All right. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to I forgot to mention one thing. I apologize. Oh, Back to okay. the Suzuki match. Um, I woke up and I had to babysit my niece, uh, in my living room. And so since it was on YouTube, I was like, "Ooh, we could watch some Bluey, and then I'll I'll watch some wrestling." Um, <laughs> that's the trade off for my two year old niece and I. And so I turned this on, and when everybody started clapping for Yuzuki, my niece started clapping too, and it was very cute. That's, okay. that's what I wanted to say. Yuzuki is over with the young crowd. Yes, I, I see. All right. Elena's a big fan. I see. I see. Well, you know what? Fair play. I mean, why not? She she likes the bluey. She likes Yuzuki. They're yeah. they're they're back practically the same thing. Um, <laughs> our next match was Amisore beating Zones with a blue thunder bomb in just under eight minutes. This was Hoss season. They were just like it's throwing wild this. But dude, Zones is such a beast. Honestly, oh, like, Zones just... is phenomenal. Yeah, um, like she, she just brought that out of Amisore. They were just like chopping wood, you know. It's just, it's great. Yeah, I mean, 
I feel like I talk about this with Ami every week, where it's like, I feel like she's so close to something, but she like just doesn't click ever um, fully with that, whatever it is. Uh, I had a very mean comparison I made, uh, and I don't think I want to make it on air. Um, Why? What actually, is that? actually, I will. I will make it on air. She reminds okay. me of Hanare. Oof. Not as Come a person, on. but we're not talking about Hanare as a person. But like, I have seen Hanare have good matches, and his move sets good. His, you know, like I don't know why he's bad, but he's just he's just he's just bad. Like I just can't put my. It's like that. It doesn't make sense how you're not like great, and that's how I feel about Ami. Is that it's like your move set you have a lot of cool things in your move set your your style is cool you know you like aesthetically like i said she looks like a badass i think she's beautiful she looks great she has the look that you know like she's just like she has the total package quote unquote except for just being great like I, it's just not there and i don't know why um i do know why with hanari it's cuz he's he's kind of an idiot um, yeah, Hanari hasn't retained enough semen. That's his issue. Yeah, that that's the it's real a... issue with him. I don't know what's going on with Ami. And I'm not going to speculate. She has also not retained enough semen. That's why I didn't want to speculate, Alex. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said I wasn't going to speculate because I didn't want to say that. Listen, maybe maybe she's just not a semen retainer. We she's got that primal on. bro stuff. Uh, all right, all right, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, she's anyway, a big Andrew Tate fan. That's the issue, really. <laughs> That's an accusation and a half. Um, our next match Ami. was was Hanan and May Sarah going to a fifteen minute draw. This was wrestling. It just yeah, kind of the good wrestles. Um, it's interesting because usually, like these these, I guess May and, and Hanan, even though they've been wrestling for like quite a while, they would be considered younger wrestlers. And I think for them, it could have been a struggle to go fifteen. Because neither of them have like this like super in depth uh moveset. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. in comparison to like an Utami or a you know, a Micah or, or somebody who could just like really has like a move for every minute of the match, basically. They don't really have that necessarily. So I was interested in how this would work going fifteen. And I thought they did a very good job. I really enjoyed it. Um it was a lot of fun. I thought that May Sarah is such a unique wrestler. And the way that she just like it's a it's a marvelous thing of hers. Um the way that she like transitions from move to move. Uh and I realize it was a marvelous thing because Kohaku's the same and Miyomomen are the same. Where it's like just her the way that she like flows from move to move is just beautiful. Like it's it's an art, really. Um and yeah, I thought this was a very, very good match. Yeah, I mean it's like they're both really good at what they do. So I mean and, and Hanan has got that experience kind of wrestling longer matches now, kind of thanks mm-hmm. to the GP and, and kind of stuff like that. So she was able to really like help pace it out so that they never really ran out of stuff. Um, I think they maybe ran out of steam towards the, the end. Like it wasn't, like it, they were just kind of like, okay, we're going to the draw now instead there, there of like was a, ramping. There was up. a point probably like 12 minutes in where it kind of was just like, oh, fuck, we have three more minutes. And then I felt like they, they mm-hmm. started to kind of pick it back up, but they it I definitely get what you mean there. Yeah. Yeah, like it was um it was definitely a new experience for both of them, but it's I mean that's what new blood should be for, is like giving them that opportunity to do that sort of stuff. So 
and that can only benefit both of them in the future. I do think, and this is, I'll talk about it later, actually, that it's like, I think it's interesting. I think some matches are definitely made more to, like, test wrestlers than they are even to, like, entertain the crowd. It's just that you can also entertain a crowd with two good wrestlers wrestling. I think this was a case of that, where it's like, okay, let's see, let's see y'all go 15. Let's see, let's see how you can, where you're at with going a 15 minute time limit match. Because time limits are hard to get right, as we mm. see a day later. <laughs> That's true. Um, you have anything else on that match, or can we go? No, it was good. All right. Uh, we had our first East versus West competition match. Uh, Momoka Hanazono representing the West side beat Lady C representing Sucks. East side um, in under 10 minutes with a uh, choke slam reversal. So it was like a weird roll up, um, but it looked yeah. cool, honestly. I, I was like, how, how the hell did she do that? Um, so there was a lot of bits to start this one. It was both of their birthdays. Yeah. Like uh, in this I general think their birthday span. was like a day apart, maybe. Yeah, um, but it so, was both that weekend, yeah. Lady C brought flower, inflatable flowers for Hanazono. She also had a sash on her that said, uh, you know, birthday queen or something like that. And uh, highlight of the match, without doubt, when I realized Lady C is an all-time great, she chopped Mamoka Hanazono while singing happy birthday to her. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, that is, that is the peak of professional of- wrestling. There's a lot of good in this match. Um, unexpectedly, not even unexpectedly, they're both good. Like, I think Lady C has grown a lot more than people give her credit for. And Momoka Hanazono is just a sleeper, great wrestler. Um, He's awesome. But, like, I just thought that the timing on this was so great because they were so sweet. They were like, oh, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Giving each other gifts and whatnot. And just like, oh, that's just. And then Lady C just runs up to her and starts, like, throwing every, like, all of her might behind a forearm. And I was just like, okay, d- goddamn, okay, we're here. Um, and that's why I knew I was like, oh, there's gonna be some fun in this. Um, and yeah, I thought that you know Hanazono's. I think Hanazono's comedy spots are very, very funny. I know some people don't, but I think they're incredibly funny. I also think it's greatly complemented by her sliding D, which is just death. Uh, She's a real I, killer. I, I, I like. I guess. She yeah. she can like throw throw hands with the best of them. Like it, it's not even funny. What, um, did they, what did they book? Did they book like Momoka Hanazono versus? Um, suzuki or something like there's some crazy like match that i'm just like that's gonna be fucking insane <laughs> because hanazono ain't ain't about to just be like oh no like she's gonna fucking be throwing shit i do not know i don't know what you're talking about there to be honest but oh, i'm um, pretty sure that they booked uh, some like it might be like a, a very small any um, yeah, we're like we'll never see it. Um, yeah, probably. Like not a chance. Um, but I I also enjoyed Lady C in this one. I thought she was really good. Um, like she probably doesn't get enough credit for how well she does on offense, especially like when her moves hit, she looks fantastic. Yeah, no, I I think that like Lady C is someone who definitely has like, I mean, she's a great hot tag. I think that that was always kind of the case that we kind of saw um in the trios matches that she would have and whatnot um and yeah I, I think that she i think people do not recognize her as someone who has grown a lot um in part because i think she gets kind of like saddled with rough positions right mm-hmm. um she's always the fall taker she's the waka of queen's quest right that's not a great place to be in um she I tagged found the match. Sock- i found what the you? match uh fuminori abe Oh, it's Abe. It's, it's, it's Abe. Yeah. yeah Abe okay. That's gonna be fucking insane. 
<laughs> um, it's gonna be actually really fucking good. Oh, that's even that that's way better than Suzuki versus uh, Hanazono. That's gonna be like actually good. Um, not saying you go. I mean, uh, but yeah, I think Lady C's been kind of like she struggled a lot because she had to tag with My Sakurai when My Sakurai was kind of figuring things out in tag league last year. She had to tag with Amisore, and they didn't have like a lot of chemistry. Like they worked fine, but it wasn't really anything. Um, she doesn't get really tournament spots. She had the Mahime run, the trios run, and that was fun. But, you know, it, it feels like Lacey really is, like, not as much as, like, a Tekla or, or somebody similar or a Saida, but she is someone who, like, can really have a great performance. Um, she just doesn't really get the chance to very often. Mm. I agree, honestly. Like, uh, we were one of the first people as well to be like, hey, Lady C is pretty cool. Um, and it, so it is good to see her kind of. I mean, she's been a phenomenal hot point. tag for like a year and a half now. Yeah, she's been a, she's been having crazy hot tags for a while. Yeah, like she's always had something to her. Like mm-hmm. there's always been just beyond her being tall. It's always been like, okay, she's got ability. Um, it's just she doesn't have to show it, so she doesn't always. But in 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 times like this, you really see what she can do and what she can bring to the table. Um, and again, that's why New Blood is timing. great. Um, that too, she's very funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is, this yeah. is a great New Blood match. You know, this is like, like you mm-hmm. said, this is exactly why New Blood exists. Speaking of great New Blood matches, we had Mio Misaki representing the West, beating Chichi, representing the East, in f- just under six minutes with the Tensei. Um, dude, Mio Amasaki is a real wrestler now. She was beaten down on Chichi. Uh, she heard Barbie Girl and she went feral. Like, I, it was wild. I didn't and think even it was after the match. match the way she was going after the match, I was like, who is this? What happened to Kevin, who looked like a deer in the headlights? Yeah, I didn't think this was a good match, but it was a... Uh, it, it was something. Because um, I watched it, and I was just like, oh, that was it? Okay. And then I kind of like rewatched some of the clips, and I was like, this is kind of... Did they got heat? <laughs> like did, did, did Chi-Chi spit at Miu or something? And like... Because like, there was something here. Like, it was... It felt like it got cut short because they hated each other. Like, that's what the vibe was. Was, oh, you know what? Fuck you. This match is over now. I'm killing you. And that was it. Now, it's, again, I didn't think it was like a great bell to bell match, but it was wild how much animosity they displayed here. Yeah, I mean, I'm into it. And I think it's probably to do a feud. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't yeah, kind of pair them tag. off. Like yeah, like you can do zones, zones and Chi-Chi, yeah. Against O2 or something. Yeah, like, there's there's stuff you can do. And I think Miu... Was Miu meant to feud with Maria when this first started? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Because there was somebody else. who was, like, beefing with Marvelous big time before Marvelous kind of pulled entirely. Um, I and think they, that was before I, Miu was, like, really around as much. It might have been Waka. I think my, Waka was beefing with Ai Hozan, maybe? I think that was it. But anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a high yeah. on feud briefly. Yeah, because um, I know somebody was like... You're right. It was, it was, to do that. It was Hozan and Maria versus Unagi and Waka. Okay, yeah. So wrong wrong person entirely. Um, But even that feud almost made like Waka and I more interesting um, before they got split apart, obviously. So, you know, Chi-Chi and Kevin getting to really dig into this would benefit both of them. Um. Especially because Chi Chi is so good at like playing the baby face. Like if you watch the Evo Girls shows, 
Wait, you know what's funny? Screaming to like keep her in the match. You have them mixed because that was New Blood One. That was Miu's debut. Ah, right. Okay, so yeah. That was like Miu's show. Yeah. Yeah, that's um. I forgot they made that brand just for her. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. They didn't actually. No, that's just. I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was a really good match from the perspective of Miu and her progression, just to see how much she's come along since the Anno match, really. Yeah, I think character-wise, this was a phenomenal performance from Miu because it was it scared me. You know what I mean? I think that's great. Mm. <laughs> her being kind of like scary is is not what I expected, but you know, I think that's kind of the point. It's yeah, like deer, oh, oh. it's like a deer turning to someone who can kill you. You know, something that could like actually just bite your head off. Like that's not, yes, it's not fun to think about. Yeah, no longer a deer in the headlights, now a deer to run away from. <laughs> yeah, she's now chasing um, your car. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Um, the main event then was the final East-West competition. It was uh, Rena representing the East Side, retaining the Future of Stardom Championship Ooh. with the Hydrangea in twelve Two minutes over Hanako. Yeah, so the West West Side got the win. But um, the East Side won the title match, so who's counting? Yeah, you know? the big one. Um, I thought Hanako was really good in this. She really she had the new gear, and I thought she had a great performance. Like this was all about Hanako, even though she didn't win. Um, this was like her big match. Yeah, I thought she threw some good lariats. Um, and I yeah, I I think very highly of Hanako. I think that like. She's someone who has everything together except for mm. sometimes the like positioning, um, and just like the, I don't know, like the footwork, which makes sense because she's very big. So it's like that's not gonna come as naturally to you as someone like a Yuzuki or a Miu. Um, but I think that she, other than that, she has like pretty much everything down, and she, it's mm. just a matter of time before she's like a legitimately, you know, reliable and good member of the roster, like actively. Uh, yeah, this match was really good. That it was, really, yeah. It was, it was good. <laughs> I mean, Rena has like a bit of a ceiling, but I mean, the, you know, I can't yeah. be too harsh on her. Which She's is... still young. Yeah, but it is strange because I feel like I don't know. I feel like Rena. I guess there is this thought process that like you you don't learn much when you're a champion. Um, Hanan was an exception, but also Hanan didn't have to do ten plus minute matches in her run really mm -hmm. outside of the Tomoka match. Um. But I, I think there is a, a point to be made that champions don't always learn. So if you are a young champion, it's a bit, you know, it's it's not, you're not conditioned to be learning and getting better and improving. You're conditioned to be, you know, maintaining what you can. Uh, so I think that might be part of it. But, you know, uh, Rena's Rena. She'll, we're, we're talking about this now. A year from now, she will be one of the best wrestlers in the company. We'll be like, never mind. We, we, you know, it happens. <laughs> Our bad. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing to worry about. Like, she's um, she's 16, maybe. Like, she she will develop as yeah, a wrestler yeah, she, before they, long. Uh, I think they turn 17 next month. Wow, oh my god. That's, that's I know, weird. they're getting old, which is <laughs> yeah. strange for me, who's seen them since they were, you know, children. Like, like, yes. liter like literal, like, you know, three foot, foot tall. Yeah, I remember the little <laughs> you know judoka. Little yeah. They had the judo gear and everything with the belts. <laughs> it was like having the same exhibition match on every show. It was, it's, it's it was funny because like the twins were truly indistinguishable, except for one of them more blue and one of them more pink. Um, mm -hmm. And now it's like if you confuse Tina and Rena, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> they are va like vastly different. 
That's true. Um, but that was New Blood. Um, New Blood West, and we should probably kind of move on because there's still so much to do. Um, so the other short review was on November 18th. This was LEC Presents Stardom Gold Rush 2023. I don't know, but Stardom. Uh, this did 1,033 1, fans in the Ediano Saka Arena, number one. Uh, down about 700, I think, from last time they were on here. So not exactly amazing. <laughs> but, you know... Is no Tom, no Tommy, no Poi. I think them getting Sayana. over a thousand is a good thing at this this month. I would say probably, but uh, definitely not ideal. No. Um, the opening match, anyway, the pre-show match was uh, the the battle royal. Billy and Death won because she's you know she pops up in Osaka. She's she's gold. Wow. I feel like these these battle royals have like uh, only like. A very small like a small window like they're never really bad but they're never really good uh this is one of the worst of the bunch uh that happened it was just wow. really nothing happened like it felt very you know even like i think part of it's because the closing stretch was billy and death winning so it's not like mm. there was like even a, a suzu versus anybody type of thing um so you know it was it was a bit weaker than the usual ones even that's fair, honestly. Um, the actual opener then was a Moneyball competition semi-final match. It was ha- Hazuki, Hanan, and Saeeda beating Konami, Hanako, and Ami Sore uh, in 10.5 minutes when Hanan pinned Hanako with the 17. Um, I mean, the only thing that set this part apart from a house show match was Ida and Konami because Konami doesn't do house shows and they were pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Ida yeah. and Konami were the definite highlights Eden and ami also did fine like did, did good stuff and uh the other note i had was suzuki um not really doing much on offense but she sold her ass off for hanako which is always nice to see fair play um the match after that was another money ball competition semi-final uh my sakurai tekla and julia beat mom watanabe raka and natsuko tora when uh, my sakurai pinned raka in nine and a half minutes with the my pan roll and this was a house show tag um, in LA. Yeah. yeah. Then we had <laughs> we had a high-speed championship match. May Sarah uh, beat ha- Momoka Hanazono in just under seven and a half minutes with a shooting star. Um, this this was good. It's this was a nice. Rolling star, I think. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, a little bit different. Oh. Um. This was good, though. This was a nice return to form for the high-speed belt. You know, the, the yes. Sakashima rain was a bit iffy, um, but May Sarah is here to dazzle. Uh, Momoka Hanazono is a great mix. I think Momoka Hanazono just fits this style because she's so entertaining as a personality mm-hmm. that she just kind of suits the lighter tone of the high-speed division. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I love the high-speed rules that were enacted on this. It was a 50-minute time limit. A 10 count outside the ring um i have been asking for that for literal years um <laughs> and they just decided, you know what? Oh, why not sure um would you like that to be a thing would you like mace to kind of have high speed rules i think 15 or... is too much anyway so i don't i don't mind i'm cool um, with 15 i guess like, <laughs> i don't i think i don't see many going 15 anyway i mean the starlight kid and azumi matches went like 20 Oh, yeah, let's um, start like it. You can't, and, you know. And some of the three ways, which I think probably would have different rules anyway, because, you know. But, yeah, I think 
I think that just overall the pace felt a lot better, even though it didn't reach anywhere near 15, I don't think, right? Am I... Uh, it was it to, uh, it 7, seven. and yeah. 20 seconds. See, yeah, they could probably do 10 minute, but, uh, you know, I think 15 is fine. I, I thought that that was smart, and I thought the 10 count outside the ring was super cool um, because it was different, and it felt like, oh, shit, these motherfuckers need to hurry. Because, <laughs> like, they didn't count slower, which is what happens a lot in 10 count matches, like in America and mm. whatnot. Um, they were counting fast, but it's like, you better get your ass in here immediately. And I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really, really good match. I, I actually really enjoyed this. What I loved was the subversion of expectations for the finish. So May Sarah went for the leg trap powerbomb a few times. And it was like, okay, she's going to use that to win. But then she just used that roll through to win. And I was like, that is, that is genius. That is really yeah. smart. I love that. So I, also I, liked, I like how she's just one step ahead all the time. I also like that Momoka tried to get that same roll-up that she did to Lady C the day before and won with. Like, kind of like mm. the, the mounting roll-up. Um, and, and you know, Maysera kicked out. I thought this was like a really smart match overall. Yes. A really smart high-speed yes. match. Um, yeah, that was super fun. They are both great. Uh, more of this. Thank you. Um, our next match was a three-way battle. It was Azumi beating Starlight Kid and Suzu Suzuki. This was the return of Starlight Kid. Uh, Azumi beat Kid in 10 minutes with the Azumi <laughs> Zushi. So compliments, compliments to the, to chef, the chef. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a really creative and well-done three-way match. Like, I think this, this is the kind of match that people should aspire to have because it used the three wrestlers and the fact that there are three wrestlers involved very well. Whereas obviously a lot of times three of the matches are very basic. It's one person lies down and two people wrestle. But I thought this one was a bit better than that. And it it should be copied a bit more. Yeah, I think that this was like a very fun match, a very creative match. I think it probably had another gear that it didn't really reach. I think part mm-hmm. of that might be because it was a three-way match. I think part of it, not even because it's a three-way match, but because it was a titleless three-way match. Like if this was for the high-speed belt, they would have... Like, it would have been a bit more of that, right? And just, like, gone crazy. Uh, I thought this probably had in our gear, but I did think it was super fun, super smart. Um, it was cool to see uh, Starlight Kid back. I know many people will be surprised for, to hear that from me. But, uh, you know, I was I was happy to see Homegirl back. Um, her throwing the shit in the crowd, like the little knickknacks, and then throwing one at Utami's face at, on commentary. Very funny. Um, yeah, I thought this was, like, quite fun i love that azumi and kid kept wanting to cooperate then being like wait i fucking hate you never mind <laughs> like that was like one of my favorite recurring spots in the in the match where they were just like they were like yeah we have like this chemistry but also fuck you i don't i don't want to help you oh that was great yeah that was a very fun match yeah it was it was a good time it was the great match that this show needed it was like they just went out there and said give these people their money's worth and they did mm-hmm. And they never went any further, but they, they gave them what they needed. Um, and Azumi getting the win was kind of a surprise until she picked up the microphone. And she was like, hey, I want to uh, I want to go to America. And the way to do that is to challenge for the New Japan Strong Belt. So she, she challenged Julia here. You as know, we if, know, that is now official for If they the... had kept that for either year-end or uh, Battle in the Valley, I would have 100% believed Azumi was winning. Um, 
Yes. But I feel like it's very early. Because at this point, we don't know about Monet. Like, we don't know what her, if she's coming back anytime soon. Um, Does she exist? I think we're at the point now where she's in the Kyrie verse of does she exist? Because people could. Kyrie doesn't exist. That's yeah. That's Kyrie, been... Kyrie does not exist. We we yeah. were that was a figment of our imagination. Um, I'm not sure Mercedes Monet exists anymore. Um, so you know we have to just have to wait for that. Um, but yeah, because I I'm there's no point in waiting around for her. Like nobody knows what she's doing. So yeah, that, that's what I mean. And like I think if Julia's not going to drop the belt to Mercedes, her dropping it to Azumi makes sense. No, it know, like not at all. Well. Okay. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this not an Azumi belt? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I like what I mean by makes sense is that I feel like Azumi is somebody that is a bit more recognizable by American fans of the roster, at least, um, um, because of the Monet match and because yes. of her. Going I think they'd go with somebody minutes. of a different style, though. I think they would go with somebody but, who speaks English as well. This is true. But so I mean, Julie doesn't speak English. <laughs> she makes an attempt. She she might she, you know she wants to learn it to go to WWE, of course. Um, but I don't know. I think it's I more think they of speak a speak around the same amount of English, uh, and they both speak more than Mayu does, by the way. Um, but that's true. That's true. I think that speaking on the style, I think Azumi wrestling fast matches is exactly what New Japan wants. <laughs> so um, you know, well, not Rocky but... though. Rocky Romero is like, hey, you got like. 12 minutes go ahead that's true that's true he's, he's chill um but i don't know i think it's more of like a a mina belt or <laughs> shuri do you hear, wait do you hear what we're shuri. doing right now do you hear what well, we're no, doing right me, now mina speaks english mina speaks well, english yeah. and siri um, siri's another choice because she's as recognizable kind of to that casual no, but it's, it's more funny casual. how like we're both like i think that my favorite should have the constellation prize because we know neither of them are winning anything anything important anytime soon. Well, no, <laughs> so we're I both just like I think <laughs> I just put I just put Mina out there as an example because she speaks English and she gets sent abroad all the time. Like that's that's her spot. And then you have Siri as another example because she's recognizable. So don't don't don't. Siri should take the strong don't belt start. and make it into a UWF belt. No, <laughs> no. Um, speaking of UWF. We had uh, Siri uh, beating Scandinavian Hurricane in 10 minutes and 15 seconds via TKO. Um, you know, I am notorious for not liking UWF Rules matches, but I thought this was good. I thought they both did really well. Um, I thought Alice Inc. was a much better sparring partner than Mina, um, and almost as good as Konami in that realm, because she was able to do the striking exchanges. She was able to do the grappling um, Siri obviously carried the match because she is like exceptional. Um, but I thought like Alice Inc. was one of the better dance partners they've given her for UWF. Hottest take. This was probably my favorite match of the night because I felt so vindicated because I was getting attacked. I have been attacked many a times for my uh, my defense of the UWF rules. And I've always said, oh, well, it, it could be great if you just kind of get the right people involved um and everybody's like yeah you know it's great like it's great like it's been great like twice in history i was like that's not true um and now even if you just watch stardom it's at least two if not three because i think the saki kashima matches were very funny 
uh, when she would go UWF, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, this was like a, this was a very very good match. I thought that Alistair did do great, and I loved that Shuri really told a story here, um, and she was a, she was able to tell a story here because Alistair was so good with the style in that like. Alice Inc. was just absorbing her. She was just eating her alive, really. And that's not something you see from Shuri. Shuri doesn't let anybody eat her alive when it comes to like this real shit. <laughs> when it when it looks real, Shuri's on top. That's how this works. Um but Alice Inc. was just knocking her down. She knocked off like two or three points early, uh, from head kicks and, and whatnot. I thought Alice Inc. also did the ward low where she randomly was like, Okay, we're doing the shoot fight and thing, and then a hurricane rana. And I love that. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was like super well done, and I loved that Shuri like was on the back foot, and then it was just like, okay, I just, I just need to win you. Know? Like, like she she just kind of like it was an onslaught from Ink. It was very much like an MMA match. Like it was very much like something you will see in UFC, where it's like somebody gets beat up for fucking three, four rounds, and then the other one's like, okay, but now I'm gonna win. Um, <laughs> just cause, like, just cause you kind of build a little bit of momentum and you're there. And I love that. And I love the finish. I love that she is straight up knocked out Alice Inc. Like they didn't even get to count. Like they were like at the four count. They're like, nah, she's dead. Um, yeah. we need to help her. Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was I, really well done. As somebody who, I mean, people know I'm very high on Alice Inc. I've been asking for her to come over for ages. Hmm. Um, what did you think of her? Cause I thought she looked, I thought she, she acclimatized tre- herself perfectly. Yeah. I thought she was tremendous. Like really. Hmm. Um, she's somebody that would probably fit better. And I say this about a lot of European women's wrestlers actually might've fit better in Sendai, um, outside of the UWF stuff. Cause, uh, just stylistically, I think that that could be like her and Mika would be insane type of thing. Uh, I don't know if I have as many, like matches where I'm just like, oh, that's perfect for Alice Inc. and Stardom outside of the Shuri match that we just got. Um, but yeah, I think she's in great. In a perfect world, she's a she's in a tag team or something and just yeah. like kicks kicks ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought she was really, really good. I'm happy right. that she's over. I'm happy that she's going to be around. Mm-hmm. I think her and Nanai is going to be like... I'm cautiously like interested, you know what I mean? Where I was like, this might be very that's bad, but it real, also might uh... be kind of wild. Uh, cause you know, um, I believe Nanai did do like amateur Muay Thai tournaments. Like she's, she has a history of legitimate sport uh, and legitimate combat sport. Um, it's just that she's also, you know, how old is Nanai now? And she is, uh, that's you know, a good question. She's been wrestling since like the nineties. So like mid forties um, to nine. Yeah. She's 44. Yeah. We'll be like, about 45, like almost 45 when this, the, the match happens. Yeah, so, you know, 45-year-old Nanai Takahashi, I don't know um, how excited I am for it, but I'm also, like, you know, I kind of am excited for it. Um, yeah, I-, I thought you'd be more excited for a Scandinavian Hurricane versus Ruaka. That's that's coming up soon. Is that happening? Yeah, I mean, it's on a house She's show. facing Ida, too. I'm excited for that. I'm excited yeah, for both. Yeah. I'm she's going to have a great run. tour. Yeah, yeah. she's going to have a good tour. Um, so this is a good way to start it off. Um, it's also Our a shame match. that it was such a good UWF match because I wrote an entire manifesto about why uh, UWF matches, good or bad, um, are smart and good for your mm. roster. Um, especially when you have someone like Shuri that can kind of help you, but you'll still sink or swim. Um, 
I think it's it's kind of important to kind of limit your roster every once in a while to kind of see how well they can do in different parameters. Uh, I think it's it makes a fun little meta game there. Uh, but this match was good, so we don't have to talk about it. That's good. Um, the next match then, Wonder of Stardom Championship, a thirty minute draw between Mariah and Soriano. Um, this screams we needed to fill time, and we did Mariano to lose. So um, they went thirty, and you could kind of tell they were going thirty. Um, I I thought Ano had a pretty bad performance in this one. Like I, I thought her good... selling, I thought her selling eventually got like was a star, like a, a star of the show. <laughs> kind of, kind of, but but it took know. a long time for her to start being the one even, that was selling. Even her kickouts fell flat. Like I felt some of her kickouts mm. towards the end were very flat, and I was like, "How do you do this? You are like the most gripping performer ever." And she was just like doing these kickouts that weren't getting the crowd fired up at all. Um, so I don't know. I thought she had a pretty poor performance, which is weird because she's probably like the Joshi wrestler of the year <laughs> this year. Like she's been amazing everywhere in every match. Um, but here, I just thought she didn't bring any of her best traits to the table. Like, he, mm. like when you when you picture her versus Mariah, you picture her like booting her in the face and being like, "I I I am better than you. I'm gonna hurt you." And she didn't bring any of that. I was like, that is really disappointing. Like it was this was a Mariah carry in that she had to bring all of the exciting stuff, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It was strange because I did feel like a big bulk of the match was not good. <laughs> um. But it kind of had that like modern all Japan vibe where it's like the last like you know five to ten minutes were just some of the like I adored it. I thought maybe it's not as good as a great all Japan match. Um, but I thought, oh yeah, there there's like like this I really liked her selling near the end. I the more I try to think about it, the less I remember being great outside of like the last <laughs> few minutes. Yeah, like, I think I did one of those... I did love I did love the last few minutes and I, it mm. like got me excited. Um but it, yeah, it was a lot of meandering, a lot of stall yeah. spots. Which, if you've seen one Stardom draw that wasn't great, you've seen them all. Um, in that way, uh, even just like early on, they did the thing where they would kind of wrestle the other person out of the ring, like they would out wrestle them, and then they would have to retreat out of the ring. And I thought that was kind of cool. But then I thought about it, and I heard like the five minute call after that first spot of the match, because it was a five minute spot. I was like, oh, that's why they did it. And then it just kind of was like, from there, it was just like, okay. <laughs> How long is this going to take? Um, but yeah, I thought the yeah. late game was pretty fun. Ano going for the Bam Bam Salt was okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't know what that was, but... I don't know. Girl. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree. It did ramp up late on, I thought. Especially Mariah was just like, I'm, I'm going to yeah. do my shit. And that's always good. And I know was trying to do her shit. Um, although I think she messed up her own roll up, and I was like, okay, she's just not on her game. Um, to be fair, this was one of like four or five matches she had within a three day span. That is um, fair. That or is three fair. or four. <laughs> yeah, four? I, I don't remember exactly, but she had she's crazy. Like, she is. she had like two matches the next day. I think she had a match before, like the day before that. Like she, yeah, you know, <laughs> she's nuts. Um, but yeah, just not not amazing didn't really help either one um but you know i i guess they needed a kind of big dramatic draw to kind of 
fill out the match card, I guess. I don't know. I can't really bring anything about this. Uh, Mirai, uh, hopefully her next defense is better. And yeah, it's crazy. I don't know who that's against. Looking uh, at our show a week ago, um, compared to now, it's crazy that the white belt is the least, like, has the least direction of every belt. Yeah, that that annoyed me about the show as well because I was like, I have no idea who could challenge Mirai at Sumo Hall, and that is an indication that they haven't built up enough people as credible challengers. And I don't think that's great because um, yeah, she could just defend against anybody, and it would just be a normal defense instead of yeah. a big defense. And even um, the presser was like, okay, so she's not defending against Hazuki since she's losing the Red yeah. Belt match next week, basically. Um, like, Koguma's hurt. Uh, my Sakurai got pinned by Ida, like, you know, the day before this. So uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, yeah, like, unless it's somebody I, in I the guess tournament Ami, thing. I don't really want Ami, yeah. but, you know, Ida, like I said, I think Ida's a smart choice, but I don't know if that's, mm. a, I don't know if that's a Dream Queen to match. I would love it to be, but I don't, like, you know, and I think Ida's over, but I don't know if that's, you know, what they want to do. Because uh, they, they should they should run with a goal a golden gen team. And, that's um, what it feels I think, like. I think that at. would be good. And then you can do this, Ida Mirai. I said this at the beginning of the uh, tournament. Um, that like this year was like the payoff for the golden generation. Um, not at the beginning of the tournament. It was when Ida had that match against Micah, that tag match. Um, that this year has kind of been the payoff for the golden generation, where it's like Hameka got her big moment before retiring. Um, Micah is getting her big moments now. Ida is getting her big moments now, seemingly. Aphrodite got their cage match. That was one of the greatest moments of their careers. Um, and Mirai's champion. Mirai's not in the golden generation, but, you know, they'd say she is. So, you know, it, it does feel very golden generation-centric. It feels like this year's the payoff of it. So I think it would make a lot of sense if Ida challenged, um, I guess it would be Mika Suzu theoretically in the in the World of Storm Championship match, and then Aphrodite's defending the belts, the tag belts. I think that mm-hmm. makes sense, or winning the tag belts. Uh, I think that like all makes sense. All right. Um, anyway, the main event was a Moneyball tournament final. My Sakurai, Tekla, and Julia beat Hazuki, Hanan, and Saida in 10 and a half minutes when Tekla pulled down the money ball. Um, you I kind of feel bad for liking this now. I don't know, yeah. I mean, if, you, <laughs> if, if you're into it, you're into it, I guess. Like, I just, it was kind of silly. I don't know how I would even react to it. Like, they just did the stuff, and I was they like, ah. They definitely could have done better with it if they knew probably. what the fuck they were doing. You Maybe. know what I mean? Like, like I lot... like I just some of it wasn't necessary. Like the the buttons and the the thing lowering and raising and the tiny ladder and the question mark. They didn't mark want boxes. to knock anything else, naming off yeah. Alex. Like I just I don't know. It was so strange, and I was like, I get it. Some people they'll like the entertainmenty side of it, um, but I didn't really get much out of it other than you know Tekla winning is cool because she used it to challenge. Uh, May Sarah, so that was kind of that. I thought I thought there were some really cool spots here, but I also think I mean for one, it's one of the weaker gimmick matches they've done, like Stars gimmick matches specifically. Like the cage matches were both better, both the Stars cage matches this year and last year. Um, last year's ladder match was better. Uh, you know, like it, this was one of the weaker of the bunch, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's coming from someone who loves these matches. Like I love the chaos kind of like you know 
crazy shit. But I think Julia illuminating that it's like they knew nothing about any of the the gimmicks until the day that until they got there that day. It becomes kind of obvious almost because it's like, oh yeah, I guess Ida will just like kind of climb Julia, so that's something, and then she'll she'll grab down the stuff and uh and uh, powder, you know, the money, the money will fall. There'll be money. And, um, and we'll do, and technically could do that. And, uh, like, that's how, like, that's really how it feels. Right. Um, cause it, it just didn't feel very inspired. Um, I think part of that might be that Koguma wasn't there. I feel like Koguma is probably like the mad scientist with a lot of these gimmick matches and her not being there probably made it worse. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fun. Like I enjoyed it, but it definitely was not even on par with the other fun gimmick matches they do. Um, so, yeah. you know. Well, that sums up the show, really, doesn't it? <laughs> um, kind of a weird one, and uh, you know, I think it aged a bit better with the news from the press conferences because coming out of the show, I was like, man, I'm so done. Um, to be I fair, think, I think this was a pretty middle of the road show. I for do. Them. I think to me the issue was like this was the 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 embodiment of the past like six weeks of being a Stardom fan of just yeah. everybody shrugging their shoulders, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I was so tired of not knowing anything, and you have this yeah. show where there's no storylines advanced, no big like amazing matches happened nobody really stepped up to the plate and you're like man like what are we doing so i think this show was probably fine on its own but I, I, like i was just so done after like however many weeks of everybody just being like yeah we don't know what's happening either it and also I was like, struggled yeah, from not great. having one truly great match because i think mm-hmm. it, for as much as i you know um i think AEW had a similar weekend but they had swerve and hangman yeah, if yeah. Mariah and Ano was one of the best matches of the year, I don't think anybody would be talking a single word about the like. Even though your your criticisms would be fair, like they would still be apply. I think that there would be a lot less like, ugh, you know, a lot less mm-hmm. eye rolls if Mariah and Ano was one of the best matches of the year. Um, the show didn't have that, unfortunately. They didn't have a server segment. Uh, they just had, you know. Like three really good matches, I would say. I think the high speed match, the tri- the triple threat match, and the um, UWF match were all very good. Uh, and I thought Mariah and Ano, you know, the main event, both should have been better, realistically. That's fair, honestly. Um, now we have a few shows to preview, so we should just uh, we should get through these. Uh, the first one is tomorrow. Uh, well, today for me now. <laughs> um, Stardom in Nagoya in Aichi. Uh, there's no point in really running through this. It will have happened by the time I get this up. There are um, some things. I I think there is worth yes. going through this stuff. Well, is is there? Because it will it will have happened. I don't. Yes, um... but like Miu versus Yuzuki is exactly what I was talking about. I didn't even know they booked this match. Yes. That's ex- exactly what I was saying. Okay, okay. We'll, um, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do the thing. Okay, hmm. well, well, you know. Uh, so the opener is Miyu Amasaki versus Yuzuki. So um, kind of an interesting insight there. And you her. can see from the renders how similar they are. Yes. <laughs> In even some gear ways. Wise. I will say that is one thing. I think that, like, for as cool as the gear is, I think that I'm kind of getting sick of this type of gear. I feel like everybody yes. has it. I think it's like one guy 
that's making it for a bunch like, of people. When you look and... at when you look at the roster's renders, like literally like eight or nine of the people just on this show have like this style of gear. Mm -hmm. With the with the choker, with the straps, you know, the strap kind of things. Um yeah. like it's it's a lot. <laughs> Tis, tis. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that match. I'm excited for that match. Yeah, honestly, it'll be a nice like showcase of what Yuzuki can do when she's not in there with you know an elite pro wrestler like Momo and Abe. Um, and it's a test of Yomasaki as well. See what she can do with a with a rookie. Um, imagine after that is Starlight Kid, Yuna Mori, and Hanako in a three way match. Uh, I'd imagine Kid gets the win. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, we have Sai Ida versus Scandinavian Hurricane. So that's gonna this be a fun a match. one. This is for me. This will tell us what they're thinking with Alicink, because she if yes. she like loses every match, then that's it. But she might win a few, maybe even beating an eye. I think this also tells us back. whether or not Ida is has any like upward trajectory uh, in the that next couple too. Months. That too, yeah. Because uh, if she is theoretically challenging Mirai in the next couple pay per views, probably not going to lose this. But you mm. know, it's Ida, so who knows? That's true. Um, we have a very random appearance from Nanai Takahashi uh, teaming with Hanan against Natsuko Tora and Roka. Do you so, think this got changed or something? Because like I feel like Alice Inc. and Nanai both being here, but not it, like this feels well, like it would have been. I a assume this tag. was Mayu. I assume this is Mayu and Hanan. Yeah, but Mayu is still oh, yeah, off Mayu's the shows. Yeah. yeah. So we got Nanai. I'm excited um, to see what the like. This is crazy. Yeah. Nanai works well with BMI 2000, so that's fun. And her and Hanan seems like a bizarre match. Like a bizarre <laughs> that, team that, that would be into. Dude, Hanan coming out to the, the Nanai team is going to look cool. Such that's a this. banger song, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, our next match is Suzuki versus Megan Bain. Okay, that's so a big is, one. This is, this is what I'm talking about. Because um, this is a thing, right? Megan Bain actively turned on Suzuki. Um, mm -hmm. But you look at the rest of the shows in the next week, they are teaming together in every single one of them. Yes. I mean, we'll see. Like, yeah. I'm interested in this match. Like, I think Suzu can't lose it, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I met maybe a draw. I don't know if I want to see Megan Bain go 50, well, to a 50 minute draw. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, Bain. Does Bain maybe start losing to. Because she is. She's, her tour is going to end soon. She's leaving <laughs> like, within like a month or two. Yeah. She's got to start like putting people over, and who better than Suzu Suzuki? So I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe Suzu it's just a draw, though. Yes, but I could also see it being a draw or a like a countout finish or something. Yeah, for Suzu, that's fair. Smart, sir. Um, the main event then is my Sakurai Julia and Micah versus Mirai okay, Siri and Ami Sore. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh... Suzu and Meg should definitely be the main event. I mean, then it's a half hour time limit, isn't it? Well, that's that's, that's the, the thing. If if, it, yeah. if Suzu's winning that, it should be the main event. But you know, that's true. That's a good point. The, uh, the next show then is Stardom in Sayama in the yes. Sayama Citizens General Gymnasium. Um, it's so nice to have the cards on the website again. This is yes. such a <laughs> a great time. Our opener is Suzu Suzuki versus Yuzuki. <laughs> Poor Yuzuki. Trial by fire. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's facing if, the big dog. Three matches. Yeah, in. that's true. Yeah, this would, this would be another dogs. good test. This would be a good test of Suzu as well. See what yes. she's she's up to. Um, we have Hanan and Saida against Hina and Miyamasaki. It's a rare 
Hina appearance. Um, Against her sister? You know? No problem yeah. to her sister? Wait, her sister? What? Anna, what? Oh yeah, I forgot. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more than one, homie. That's true, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, Wingori should win there. They are the tag champs, so, yes. you know. Uh, we have Amisori versus Hanako. Yeah, Chopzilla's. Let's go. Uh, Amisori's gonna win. Yeah. Uh, we have Scandinavian Hurricane versus Rocka, and uh, Hurricane probably wins because Rocka never wins. Yeah. Ink, Ink probably yeah. gotta win that one. I don't know why they're running with Scandinavian Hurricane. It's I'm just calling so her much Ink, longer. Bro. Yeah, Alice Ink. <laughs> um, our next match is Shuri and Mirai versus Yunimiz Amori and Megan Bain. Oh, so I, I was think wrong. Yuna is there to take a pin. I'm yes, pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. And our main event then is Rina, Starlight Kid, Natsuko Tora versus Julia, Micah, and Mai Sakurai. This is the most uh, house show show in a minute. Yes. It's also weird that they're pairing Micah and Julia back up just fully. Like DDM is just back yeah. back. I mean, they, they have been doing that. No. Uh, because That's kind of interesting. <laughs> of course but yeah it's just it's interesting um the next show to preview then is on the 26th as Damn, stardom old julia render on this one <laughs> yeah stardom koreama tournament uh in the big palette fukushima uh, you're right dude this is from when she had her hair cut that is mm-hmm. absurd also tam is on the poster some she can sue uh to be fair, I feel like this poster, this poster was probably made like a year ago because <laughs> Waka oh, is also was. on it. Um, and everybody's renders are really old. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's a weird yeah, one. Oh, Mo- her, like, Momokogo. Dude, I forgot all about Momokogo. That's crazy. Um, still no sign of her or Aya or other Komomo or Koguma right, or Maya. This is crazy. Um, anyway, the opening is just not. Oh yeah, dude, I forgot about her. Um, anyway, we have Hina versus Yuzuki. So, I, Yuzuki has like a nice range of opponents here on her uh, first few matches. You got Suzu, you got uh, Kevin, you got Hina. All at very different like stages in very different ranges of ability. This, this could I think we're gonna learn a lot about her. Yeah, I think we're gonna focus on her a lot for the next like few weeks because she's obviously we need to see what she can bring to the table. Um, if she beats Hina here, by the way, she's like winning a belt. In yes, the next three yeah. months, big the rook, the new big rook. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't um, think she beats Hina. I don't think she even should beat not. Hina because it's her fourth match. It's a bit disrespectful. Um, like just like I know seniority doesn't matter to to stardom, but like four matches in, maybe uh, you know, she, if, if she's not if she's not literally like the second coming of Utami, yeah, <laughs> she might be. Um, <laughs> The match after that is Mio Masaki versus Starlight Kid. This match has um, happened so many times and it's never been good. Yeah, I feel like they run a lot and Kid always wins. Um, mm-hmm. There's like a low-key rivalry there, but not really. Um, our next match is Scandinavian Hurricane versus Unimism Mori. That could be one of the more interesting Alice Inc. matches on this tour because Yuna, Yuna's doing some good work. You know, I forget who mentioned it. It might have been... No, it wasn't. Oh, they've only ran that once. The Starlight Kid Mew. It feels like they run it every oh. day. Yeah, because I, um, I distinctly remember them wrestling on like a Corkin or something, randomly. Oh uh, no, this isn't Bell Cell. Oh, it must have been a bigger show then. Anyway, yeah. This was anyway. no. This was just for the for the uh. This is the main event. This is for that five v five that paid off. Moment. Really? Wow, I could have sworn. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I thought they wrestled. That's weird. 
Maybe, yeah. maybe it was Waka. Maybe I'm getting her and Waka mixed up again. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just Waka, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah. I watched too much stardom. The, the, the lines are crossing paths now. <laughs> oh, which match are we on? We're still on Yuna versus... Yeah, Ink versus Yuna. Yeah, that'll be fun. I, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I feel like Unimon has really taken just like a backseat, like you forget she's there type of role. Um, She's been good, though, I think. Like. Yeah. But you see, I saw people complain about her storyline to get into Cosmic Angels. But when you're not in a storyline, it's a lot worse, I think, yes. in terms of visibility. Like, I would prefer her be in a storyline than not. So I think that's the issue you're running into here, where she's not in a storyline. Her entire faction is gone. She like, what is she supposed to do? Yeah, no, so, I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, but what I was saying is, I think like it would have been cool if they paired uh, Homegirl with Shuri. I was think oh, and just yes, had yes. had them have like a couple tag matches together because I feel like this is very sink or swim because they're giving her lower card matches, singles matches, and it's like I feel like she might be able to kind of assimilate a bit better if kind of just gave her a tag match here or there. But, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how it works. All right. Uh, our next match is Hanan and Saida versus Micah and Mai Sakurai. So that's so probably like a Micah win. Micah over Ida, yeah. Still. Yeah. Um, how they run with it. We have Suzu teaming with Megan Bain to take on Julia and Hanako. So Hanako what? is getting fed. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. But, um, yeah. Okay. Megan... Suzu beating Hanako? Yes, they are. Yeah. All right. Our main event then Rina, Raka, and Natsuko Tora versus Amisore, Suri, and Mirai. Living the life. Um, our last show to preview then is at Cork and Hall on the 28th of November. This has been loaded up. Uh, oh, our fuck, opener. We don't get to see it before yeah, we record we'll, next we'll, week. We'll, we'll talk about it the week after, probably. Maybe. Um, our opener is Rina versus Yuzuki. Yuzuki really running through that rookie class. Um, probably losing all of them if she's going to face Rina. Um, we have a three-way battle. Fukigen Death versus Hina versus Hanako. Uh, that's probably a Fukigen roll-up win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Siori Ano is back, and she teams with Yuna Mori against Lady C and Mio Amasaki. So... Even when Cosmic Angels is dead, they still got to get their dubs. Yes, of course. Siori Ano has know... to win. Even though so Lady C could beat Yuna, but I don't think that she will. Yeah, it's it, but we we got Ano winning over here. Yeah. Um, we have Siri and Mirai against Julia and Mai Sakurai. So it's probably a win for Siri's team. This is where I worry that they are just going to put Mai Sakurai versus. Mirai. That's true, actually. Yeah, I mean, this would be where they would announce it. I would yes. assume it's a, it's yeah. a Corkin thing to do. Oh. Yes, very. And I don't want that. <laughs> okay. Um, our next match is Scandinavian Hurricane versus Tekla. Mm, oh, that's I like that. That's I like stuff. that, but I also feel like that's a interesting match to run. Why? I don't know. I think like Tekla is her title match, and Alice well, has her yeah. I mean, if Ink isn't match. strong, they can just have her get rolled up. I think that's yeah. you can you can get around that. Um, she probably will eat a, eat a roll up. Yeah. Yeah. The spider. Um, so Stars has a match, and there's still no Mayu. It's Hazuki, Hanan, and Ida against Tora, Kid, and Raka. So still, still, I Stars do wonder is hurting. When Koguma and Mayu are projected to be back. 
no clue, honestly. I thought Mayu would be like a one show thing, like just in no, case. It, like it's just it a was pinky. Rough. Yeah, but it's it was a pinky. It was fucked. Did you see it? Did yeah. You see well, of it? Man, I, I've hurt myself worse than that, and that was fine. Um not in a bad way. I just <laughs> I, I, I I exercise. Things go wrong sometimes, you know? Um yeah, no, I, anyway. But you also <laughs> um, don't rest. <laughs> It sure feels like I've wrestled after some of them, but you know what? It's it's fun. I've been wrestling my whole life with the damn teams. right. <laughs> it is too late for this. No, I, I can't be doing this. Um, we have the Utami and Saya return match. It is Utami Hayashida, Saya Kamatani, and Azumi versus Suzu Suzuki, Mei Sarah, and Megan Bain. So. Uh, Utami or Saya is going to win and they're going to challenge Divine Kingdom. Yes, that sounds about right. Okie doke. Um, yeah. Now, I want to get my facts straight here because our next two matches are the uh, title tournament, tournament matches. matches. So it's yeah. it's Micah versus Ami Sore and Mina versus Momo Atanabe for those who maybe don't know. Um, what I want to check is are both of these rematches from the GP? No. Micah and Megan didn't happen. I don't think. What do you mean, Mike and Mike and Ami? Or uh, Ami, sorry. Mike and Megan are a team. <laughs> yeah, um, I know Momo and Mina. Mike and Ami didn't happen. Okay, so Mina beat Momo in the GP. So this is probably Momo getting her win back. I could see it. Um, Micah is just above Ami. Me- sorry, and Mina card. also Mina also got pinned. Uh, Momo in the tag league. Yeah, so this is Momo getting her win back, 100%. Um, Micah-Momo final. Yeah, and Momo beat Micah in the GP. So I think Micah Micah gets gets that win back. So I think the final is Micah versus Momo, and uh, we get to reverse both of those GP results, basically. I'm pretty sure one of Micah's first major wins in the company was in Cork and Hall against Momo Watsonabe. Yes, it was. I remember that distinctly in the GP the or the Cinderella. Was it Cinderella no, it was, or it GP? The G- it was the GP. Yeah, okay, I remember that distinctly because I was like, "Oh shit, you have to take Micah seriously now." Um, so yeah, I think that's how they'll do this. It's um, Momo gets her win back over Mina. Uh, Micah just beats Ami because she's above her in the card, and then Micah gets her win Even back. Even Ami over was Momo. confused why she was in this tournament. Um, I am too. I don't know how they decided who is in and who's I mean, not, but I think I it's interesting because they did decide. It. They did decide for uh, never champions. Like they, n- none of them have been red belt champions. Mm-hmm. Um, two, like I would, I would argue, uh, three of them have never been like strong contenders for the red belt. Even like Micah's mm-hmm. challenged for it a few times, but she never looked like she was going to win. Uh, Mina didn't look like she was going to beat Tam. And Momo, you'd have to go back to like Dee Priestley when it kind of looked like she was the favorite and got upset. Um, so Momo's been the only, like, you know, knee-deep in the Red Belt Challenge. Uh, Micah has been too, but Micah's a loser, unfortunately. Uh, so it's interesting that they kind of chose four, like, outside contenders. Um, or three outside contenders to <laughs> compliment Micah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
was like, really, like, who who's gonna win this tournament, Alex? Um, oh, did, Harada, dude, like... did Harada hate Momo Watanabe so much that now Rossi's like, I can do it. I can finally no. do it. No. It's, after I killed their character. Mike like, Suzu is so obvious at this stage. Um, or Momo Suzuki. Sure. Man, sure. <laughs> if you want. Um, but yeah, this Karkin looks good. Um, Wouldn't that be nice really funny have... if Rossi was just like, oh, finally, I could push my favorites and just, just put the red bomb Momo? Like, you yes, say right. that like he hasn't given Mirai two Cinderella's like, back Yeah, to back. but yeah. She's true. his favorite. Like, she, she is his favorite. And Saya held the belt for like five years. Yeah, but this is like a Woody and Buzz sort of situation with Momo and Mirai. Uh, <laughs> Where it's like, it's like that I used guess. to be the favorite. Maybe. Uh, she still got his name on on her boot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, listen, we've been going a long time. Yeah. I think we can we can take this one home. I think we did a good job today. Yeah, I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah. It's almost one a.m. Thank you. I know. I'm I'm it's really like starting five to fade. In the afternoon. I don't really like. Yeah, I'm I'm really starting to fade. <laughs> this is what happens. Wait, you, this is. AEW hasn't even started. This is damn. I'm okay? old. I am old. I I like sleeping. It's great. I know, but you like stay up for AEW sometimes. Like, how no. do you do that? I did it last week because I had to. I was at the concert and mm. I was staying with a friend, and that friend wanted to watch AEW, so Love I couldn't that. be like, no, <laughs> you gave me a place to stay. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so I kind of. So you got to see the like a dragon match. I did. I hated it. I was so tired. <laughs> I haven't got to see it yet. I was oh, so man. tired. I was like, I kill me. I was like, I, I want all of these people eradicated. Your sleep so. paralysis demon is actually just Paul White. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, it was it was a fun, fun night. And this is also a fun night. But I, let's wrap it up. Let's take it home. <laughs> so if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.